It's time for Weekdays with Wilk, your daily dose of sports and how it affects the state of Utah. Here's your host, Tanner Wilkinson. Hey, welcome on into the show. Uh, busy night last night. Uh, not a lot to talk about, honestly, with what's going on today. Uh, kind of a slow day. Anyone else feel like they're in kind of a funk? I don't know why, but I've just kind of felt like I've been in a funk all day. Not sure uh, why, but uh, let's go ahead and just jump on into the rundown. Do you know what a rundown is? Uh, can you get this rundown for me? This rundown better be really good. But it sounds like the rundown is really important. Joel Embiid had 24 points and 13 rebounds, and Shake Milton and Furkin Korkmaz came off the bench to help the Philadelphia 76ers to a 130-114 route of the Indiana Pacers. Ben Simmons had 18 points and 6 rebounds. Milton led the Sixers with 26 points, and Korkmaz hit 6 three-pointers and scored 19 points. Malcolm Brogdon led the Pacers with 20 points in defeat. Other NBA Action on Monday. Damian Lillard had 23 points and 10 assists, and the Portland Trailblazers snapped a four-game losing streak with a 123-111 victory over the Charlotte Hornets. Robert Covington had a season-high 21 points and 10 rebounds, while Carmelo Anthony added 29 points off the bench for the Blazers, who got off to a sluggish start but led by as many as 19 points in the final quarter. LaMelo Ball finished with 30 points for the Hornets, who have not won in Portland since March of 2008. James Harden had 30 points, 15 assists, and 14 rebounds, and the Brooklyn Nets overcame a collapse in the final seconds of regulation to beat the Spurs 124-113 in overtime. The Nets snapped a 17-game losing streak in San Antonio. Kyrie Irving added 27 points, and Bruce Brown had 23 for Brooklyn, which bounced back after a loss to Dallas on Saturday and after ending its eight-game winning streak. Zion Williamson had 26 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists, and the New Orleans Pelicans held off the NBA-leading Utah Jazz 129-124. Brandon Ingram scored 26, Lonzo Ball added 23, and J.J. Redick scored 17, highlighted by two four-point plays. Bojan Bogdanovic hit seven threes and finished with a game-high 31 points for Utah, which lost for just the eighth time this season, but the second time in three games. Nikola Jokic dominated with 39 points and 14 rebounds, and the Denver Nuggets beat the Chicago Bulls 118-112. The three-time All-Star scored 17 in the fourth quarter to help the Nuggets come away with the win after blowing a 15-point lead. Jokic also finished with nine assists, just missing his 50th career triple-double. All-Star Zach Levine led Chicago with 23 points and grabbed nine rebounds. Kobe White added 20 points and 10 rebounds. Luka Doncic had 33 points, 10 rebounds, and 9 assists. Kristaps Porzingis played a nearly flawless second half, and the Dallas Mavericks beat the Orlando Magic 130-124. to Jalen Brunson scored 17 of his 24 points in the second half as the Mavericks broke open a close game. Dallas has won 4 of its last 5 and 9 of 12. Nikola Vucevic had 29 points, 15 rebounds, and 8 assists for the Magic, who dropped their 4th straight. Colin Sexton had 39 points, and the Cleveland Cavaliers handed the hapless Houston Rockets their 12th straight loss with a 101-90 victory. The Cavaliers have won four straight after losing their previous 10 games. It's Houston's longest losing streak since dropping 15 in a row in 2001 and the first time the Rockets have lost five straight at home since March of 2006. College basketball. Sam Hauser scored 18 points, and number 21 Virginia ended a three-game skid by handing Miami, its sixth loss in a row, 62-51. Trey Murphy the third added 12 points for the 16-6 Cavaliers, who took command with a 14-2 run to end the first half. Miami closed within six points several times after halftime, but each time Virginia kept the Hurricanes from getting closer. That's a look at your rundown for today. Not a lot going on in the college game last night, uh, but it was a busy night in the NBA. 
Uh, want to touch base a little bit on the Jazz first. You know, over the course of the NBA season, regardless of how good you are, you're going to lose games. And that simply was the case with last night. Uh, New Orleans was just the better team. And the Jazz played a really spirited fourth quarter, a really good final couple minutes, but can't can't expect to win games uh, if you're only playing. At least the Jazz are good enough to win games like this because they nearly did last night. But uh, it's like the Charlotte game. They didn't play well for most of that game, but you know they're a good enough team to win those kind of games. So I would not be worried. Uh, games like this happen. Uh, it's, the Jazz are probably looking forward to having a bit of a break. The Philly game is going to be really interesting for Utah. It's, people like to overreact over one game. It's just normally an 82-game season, 72 this year. People have just got to learn not to overreact. That, it's as simple as that. Uh, that's what it boils down to is not overreacting. Jazz, uh, I wouldn't want to play New Orleans in a playoff series um just simply because of Zion the mismatch that he causes for so many different guys um so something uh, I'd keep an eye on if I'm the Jazz definitely moving forward uh Philadelphia gets a good win I still think the Sixers need a move to make a move I think Kyle Lowry is that move I think they've got the right assets for it and I think Toronto should be willing to make that trade Toronto needs some more assets because they draft really well. They haven't been doing so great in the free agency category, but they need to find more guys to build around Fred Van Vliet and uh, Pascal Siakam, no question about it. So that'll uh, be something to keep your eye on. Moving forward for Philadelphia, I do think they need to make a move. Uh, college basketball, good to see Virginia get back on top with the win. The ACC has been a significant disappointment this season. Going to be really interesting to see how that uh, that all shakes out come tournament time. NBA, more NBA news, I should say. Hawks firing Lloyd Pierce yesterday. I was really surprised by that. Um, I get that Atlanta's been a little disappointing this season, but you went and spent all this money on free agents and none of them have been healthy. And I think Pierce is a terrific head coach. I think he deserves another shot elsewhere. Not sure where that's going to be or what kind of opportunities are going to be available for him this upcoming year, but Lloyd Pierce, uh, just a good dude too. Uh, I'm starting to wonder about Trey Young. I'm starting to wonder if he's got a little bit of, you know, some cancer to him. You know, is he really that good of a, you know, is that really good? Is it really, is he really that valuable of a guy? Because it sounds like he's had issues with teammates. Sounds like he's now had issues with coaches. Going to be interesting to see what Nate McMillan does at the head in Atlanta. Um, he will be playing uh or he will be coaching them tonight we can we'll talk a little bit about that uh moving forward in the game as or in the in the show as well so is Trey Young that good obviously he's an offensive talent is he kind of becoming like another James Harden though you know winning solves a lot of problems and Trey just hasn't figured out how to win at the NBA couldn't really figure it out at the college level Oklahoma was not that great when he was there so something to keep an eye on for sure uh, Toronto continuing to struggle with COVID issues. They're not really involved in the All-Star game. If I'm the NBA, I know you're trying to fi finish out uh, these games before All-Star. Shut them down. You're going to have to compound at some point anyway. You might as well shut them down and let them all get taken care of. Uh, you've got the perfect break coming up. You might as well do that. I thought it was interesting. The NRT is moving to Texas. 83 years they've been in New York for the Final Four of that tournament. Uh, I actually really like the NIT. 
it's it's not it's a lot more um, accessible to fans than the NCAA tournament is. Um, games are still competitive. You still have some really good talent out there. I like the NIT. Obviously, it's not where you want your team to end up, but if they do, it's better than nothing, in my opinion. So that that's something to keep an eye on as well. What uh, teams are going to be in the NIT? Are we going to have Duke, Michigan State, Indiana? Are those teams going to end up uh, in the NIT? Should be interesting. Uh, more cancellations, Washington State and Arizona State. The Pac-12 continues to be kind of a mess, specifically with Arizona State. Uh, I believe Washington State's the reason for this uh, cancellation, though. Going to be interesting with the Pac-12 tournament coming up. More NFL news. Uh, Texans have been very much in the news, obviously getting rid of J.J. Watt, possibly trading Deshaun Watson. They released Josh McCown. He is likely going to be retiring um, after this year, sitting at 41 years old. I I don't think that's a huge, huge headline, but uh, how about the McCown brothers? The, The times they've had to bounce around and whatnot. Pretty amazing. Patrick Mahomes is expected to be ready for offseason workouts. They're optimistic about Eric Fisher and Mitchell Swartz being available for training camp. Um, those are those were really significant injuries that obviously hampered the Chiefs in the playoffs, so that's a, a good thing to take a look at. Chicago Bears have hired, hired Tom Herman, former Texas coach, for an analyst role in Matt Nagy's staff. Uh, I thought Tom got dealt a little bit dirty at Texas. Played in four bowl games, won all those bowl games. But it wasn't the success they were wanting to have at Texas. And I really hope Steve Sarkeesian does a nice job with the Longhorns. Uh, love Sark. I think he deserves a second chance. And I think this is the right program for him to take over. It'll be interesting to see if he uh, continues to build on what Herman was doing at Texas. That's that's the, probably the team I'll be paying the most attention to this season outside of you know our local teams. Uh, really sad situation continuing with the Brett Reed, Brett Reed situation. Um, Ariel Young, who um, has has woken up from her coma, but she's got a devastating brain injury. She is unable to speak or walk. She's been in the hospital for nearly a month. Um, really sad situation there. Brett Reed under the influence. You just hope and hope and pray that people can heal. I was saying this yesterday. I feel like there are just so many times that we see these stories and hearts just sink. You got to just hope. You just got to hope. And that's a lot easier said than done. I'll put that out there too. Um, it is going to be a really, really interesting thing to see what happens with Britt moving forward and you get you feel for coach reed you feel for that family that's been through a lot uh just a really sad sad situation utes taking on oregon state tomorrow night going to be interesting to see we'll give you predictions on those games tomorrow uh utah state on thursday byu's off for a whole week so uh, we don't have to worry about the cougars too much beyond that um looking into our schedule for today lots of uh NBA games and a lot of top there's some prime time college basketball games that I'm very very excited about uh, as well there are some good good games going on tonight in college basketball in the NBA Memphis visiting Washington tonight at 5 p.m. and we've got Atlanta and Miami as mentioned that uh, first game without Lloyd Pierce 
Clippers take it on Boston. That's on TNT. That's a 5.30 uh, tip-off on that one. Uh, should be interesting. Boston's still not playing all that great. Uh, New York and San Antonio will be going at it as well. That game uh going to be interesting as well where, you know, San Antonio, the Knicks are actually playing some really good basketball right now. <laughs> they're, fourth in the, they're fourth in the Eastern Conference. Can you believe that? Who would have picked the Knicks to make the playoffs, let alone be in a home court situation? Uh, Nuggets and Bucks, that's going to be an interesting one tonight. And then the Suns and the Lakers going at it live from L.A. So lots of good games there. College basketball, top 25, uh, number four, Illinois, and number two, Michigan at five on ESPN. Number three, Baylor. Number six, West Virginia at three on ESPN. So two top six matchups. Alabama and Auburn, 5 p.m. on ESPN2. Arkansas visits South Carolina. Texas visits Iowa State. TCU will visit number 18, Texas Tech at 5. And number 25, Wisconsin visits number 23, Purdue at 7 on ESPN2. Game picks for tonight. I like the Wizards over the Grizzlies in a toss-up matchup. Miami should handle Atlanta. I'm going to take the Clippers over Boston. I think San Antonio edges out New York. That's actually going to be a very good game. I like Milwaukee over Denver. And I think Phoenix goes into L.A. and gets a win tonight over the Lakers. Again, that on TNT at 8. So good TNT doubleheader tonight. Top 25, I'm going to go with Michigan over Illinois. I think Baylor bounces back and knocks off West Virginia. I'm going to take Alabama over Auburn, Arkansas over South Carolina, Texas over Iowa State, Texas Tech over TCU, and I'm going to take Wisconsin over Purdue in those matchups tonight. This has been Weekdays with Wilk. Thanks, as always, for tuning in, and don't forget to love one another.